This podcast is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network, and it's also proud to be from Texas. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. This is the WT WT Podcast. It's all right. I, the, I got a guy. Heater. He'll take care of it. About the heater, the air the heat pump. I know a guy. He knows a guy. He'll be able. To, it's all done. It's don't a, shh, don't don't say nothing about it. It's all <laughs> right. done. It's I know a done. guy. I know a guy. I know a guy that paints houses. <laughs> I gotta finish that up, man. I haven't watched it all yet. I started it. I got about an hour into it. It's good. It is kind of odd, like where they do the younger faces on Joe Pesci and and and. Uh, uh, Robert De Niro. It's a little disconcerting at first, but it's freaking yeah. amazing. Like that was the the really young ones of oh dude that little bastard scratched the devil out on me. Uh, the the really young ones of like Joe Pesci and stuff like that. It looks like his face is almost too big. Yeah, for his, his body that they put on him. I don't know. You need to finish it. It's worth finishing just because th- this is probably the last. This might be the last. I mean. Uh, Scorsese's what almost about is he in his eighties or almost eighty? Yeah, I want to say so. Uh, Pesci question. came out of retirement just to do it. He yeah. had stopped acting, and he owned the movie for me. Oh, really? I think he his his performance was like, God dang it, that's so good. Yeah, yeah. I was I was really digging it. I just it's it's just one of those where it's like I have had zero time lately to do anything at all. Well, it's four, almost four hours long. It I took know us, it. It took us four. It took us two days to watch. I can see why. And it almost, we almost had to stop and go for a third day. Yeah. Our, our watching increments are usually like an hour, hour and a half is good. Yeah. Two plus hours is hard to do. Oh, God. For yeah. us. And I just think it's, I just think it's a match for you. Everybody's like, oh, it's too slow. I said, I don't care if you think it's too slow. Watch <laughs> the damn movie because this is, this is, all these actors are are at their peak, and this is peak. And he has not lost a step at all, in my opinion. Because yeah. I'm a, I used to watch uh, De Niro his younger movies. When yeah. I started getting interested in movies, I'd go back. Well, what's a great movie? Well, De Niro this, De Niro that. Go watch his early, go early watch, like Taxi Driver and stuff. Yeah, like that. The, the early stuff. And I was like, oh my god, that's De Niro. Yeah. And then he started, you know, then he started branching out into other stuff that's. That's not De Niro. Yeah. The funny stuff. I mean, that's no, no wrong, but it's like I was telling you that story about when Cage was doing a, a scene for somebody and they said, you need a little, a little more tense. And Nicholas Cage goes, oh, you mean put on the full cage, go full cage on it. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, but with this movie, you get full De Niro. Yeah. It's like, like, it's not like he's just walking through it. I mean, this is why he's considered one of the best actors. This is why Pacino is considered one of the best actors. Yeah. And I mean, Joe Pesci and Harvey Keitel, and Keitel doesn't do much in the movie. He just sits there yeah. most of the time, kind of like. But yeah. everybody, and it's so it's so bloody. See, and that's I, I was uh, I was really impressed by Harvey Keitel's character, and uh, I really dug that they had a uh, 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 Al Pacino playing Hoffa, James Hoffa. Jimmy that surprised Hoffa. me. Yeah, yeah. And like seeing the, uh, the people with the buttons on that was like, uh, I'm a friends with Jimmy Hoffa or fr- Jimmy Hoffa is a friend of mine or whatever. They got me. I was like, Hmm, I kind of want to find one of those pins just for grins. 
just to see if see, I can find one on like and eBay like or no one knows who Hoffa is uh. anymore. I remember growing up hearing about Hoffa. Oh yeah, Hoffa yeah. this, Hoffa that. It's but no one knows. Well, and that's the, you know, uh, you know, I'm a big Your union. I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a big pro union guy. But not only that, I'm also an avid football watcher. But not am I just an avid football watcher? But I'm a avid you know hardcore fan of the Dallas Cowboys, who also happens to be in the same conference the nfc east with the new york giants yeah who used to play at uh the meadowlands who you know they had what they call it like the 20 yard hump or the the hump oh. at, at the 20 yard line or or the 10 yard line or whatever something like that that they always called the hoffa hump because you know they they it was it was such an urban legend that they actually went and hired a crew with like a sonar to come out and see and and scan that area to make sure that that wasn't a body actually hitting the concrete. Yeah, there. I always heard he was supposedly buried there somewhere. Yeah, else. this I'm not gonna spoil it for you because supposedly this shows what happened to him. Okay, and whether it's true or not. Yeah, no one really knows. Well, I thought it was just the fact that nobody really knows what happened or whatever. That and it's amazing. Was, yeah, they even say it in the movie. It's amazing that there gets to a point as a spoiling. I don't care. Yeah. Gets to a point. It's like, how can nobody talk if, if somebody has to know what happened, unless it's one person or two people and they never talked, then that's how nobody can know. If, if a whole gang of people knew somebody's got to say somebody's something, somebody's got to, somebody somewhere. It's like, Goodfellas. I love that movie, Goodfellas. You know, where they Scorsese have. Scorsese again. Yeah, where they have the big bank heist and stuff like that. Or I guess. It was, no, they robbed the airline or whatever. Uh, they, uh, Lu- oh, the Lufthansa. Lu- yeah. Yeah, they robbed the Lufthansa plane. Had the big heist. And they had told everybody not to spend any money. And then the first thing that they do is they go out and spend a lot of money or whatever. And that's what got me is because I watched that movie not too long ago. It's been within like the last six months that I've watched mm-hmm. that movie. And it's one of those that I love that movie, but I'll watch it like once every like three years or something like that. And it never dawned on me that it had a really young Samuel L. Jackson in that movie. I never oh, realized yeah. it. I want to say that was like before. Yeah, that was that was before uh, uh, Pulp Fiction even, man, because he was like super young in it, it seemed like. Uh, but whenever you're talking just a second ago. I looked up and, and Scorsese was born in 1942, November 17th of 1942. So he just had a birthday here recently. So he's a month older than my, so he would younger be younger like too than my dad. Yeah. 78. Is that what it is? I didn't do the 77. math. 77. Yeah. Just I was close, turn. close. So and he could go for another 20 years, you know, I don't know. Right. Like Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks is like in his nineties or whatever. I would love for him to actually do his, uh, second Spaceballs movies that, he keeps, uh, you know, everybody keeps, I guess, teasing or whatever. That's coming. Yeah, the, the the quest for more money. I would love to see that, dude. That would be amazing. But I, I don't think we'll ever see another Mel Brooks-directed movie just because since he is so old. I don't know if his body could actually take the stress of it. And um, I know that I know that I didn't realize this. I didn't. Well, I didn't know this until recently, but directors actually have to have a physical before they start shooting. Really? Yeah. Something about the whole like insurance and stuff like that. But, wow. Yeah. 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 So I started, started the Irishman. I got to where they were with Jimmy Hoffa and, uh, uh, the character Robert De Niro was there in Chicago with him, but he wasn't, 
allowed to have his own hotel room so that way he could deny ever being in Chicago yeah, or whatever. Which seemed weird. Yeah. Sleeping with Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> yeah, where they were breaking the backs of the non-union. Mm-hmm. Is it, is it, yeah, that's what it was, the non-union employees they or whatever. Some t- cat, some taxi cab company was trying to take over Yeah, the unions slash mob tied <laughs> taxi cabs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man, the, the, <laughs> and, you know, I, I won't, I don't know, I don't guess I should say what union I'm involved with, but it does, it does still have, like, whenever you get to the higher ups and stuff, it does still have that, like, good fella type vibe to it. Don't worry about those it. Those guys, those guys that are, don't worry about yeah, it. Those guys that are, you know, awful wise, well, wise men. You, well, you've been through this scene where he's, when the, he went through the whole meat thing where he had the scam with the meat and this unloading meat and yeah. then he talks to the lawyer. Who Ray Romano was in, and he's oh, also man. just phenomenal. He did a great job. Like, uh, <laughs> like I, I like Ray Romano. Did you do it? No, you don't have to tell me. Did you do it though? Yeah. And he's like, are you going to talk about it if they put you on this? Are you going to give him names? No. Then don't worry about it. I, I take care of this. You're you're fine. Yeah. You did it, but it's fine. They can't fire <laughs> you for stealing. They can't fire you for that. They yeah. Can, oh my god. Yeah. It's fascinating stuff to me though. I've always loved those kinds of films though. Oh yeah, man. No, it's cool. Now, yeah, that's what I'm going to do today. I'm going to go in there and probably try to finish that. Going to try to. We'll see. I'll probably get like another hour, hour and a half in it or whatever. It just depends. And then you hit that stride of a movie where you, you kind of want to stop it for a little bit. And then you're like, well, I'm already this far into it. I might as well go ahead and finish it. And then you just go ahead and finish it out. Have you noticed there's a focus on one of um the De Niro's? character's daughters i think her name's peggy or something and i can't remember the actress's name right now and she's she's awesome but she doesn't have a lot of lines yeah and i've heard people see that scorsese disrespects women because he doesn't have lines there's a reason she in my head she doesn't have lines and you'll see it at near the end if you haven't already caught on to it yeah she's like there's this tension within her and fear of her father already at a young age because like she knows she, she knows he's up to something. Yeah. Well, and she saw him beat the hell out of that one shop owner or whatever. Mm, already. Yeah. Early on in the movie, yeah. Which was pretty brutal beating. Saw him just stomping on his hands and stuff. Yeah. And then, uh, dude, you just got down. What do you want? But, uh, you know, not only that, like, <clears throat> she, she connects with Hoffa. She had yeah. no f- problem connecting with Hoffa. Or whatever. But yeah, because she had seen her dad being pretty violent already or whatnot. They got a lap full of cats. I could do a month of just Corsese, though. Yeah. Mean Streets, which I know I've watched, I don't remember much about. Taxi Driver, Raging Bull, King of Comedy, which has got a tie to Joker. Okay. Um, See, Color still- of Money, Last Temptation of Christ. You still haven't seen the Joker, have uh-huh. you? Uh-huh. I haven't seen The Color of Money. I haven't seen The Last Temptation of Christ. I just remember The Last Temptation of Christ being a... Uh, <laughs> he was trying to get a drink, dude. Being a very controversial movie back in the oh, day yeah. or whatever. If you, if you were in a church, you were told you need to stand up against this. Yeah, stay away from this. It's, it's an interesting movie. The devil. I don't even know. What was that movie about? Quit, dude. It's about Jesus. Well, I knew that. Yeah, but it's... Uh, I don't. Was it like him being tempted by Mary Magdalene or whatever? The There's a lot more stuff involved. Oh, yeah, right. it's uh, that might be part of it. There's some stuff they they do some things in the film that some people would be like, "How dare you 
do that. But it's not a bad movie. <laughs> I mean, in the end, in the end, in the movie, Jesus makes he's the last temptation. This devil's tempting him one more time, and he's like, "No, I'll go ahead and accept my fate instead of living out my life." Yeah. Married with children and stuff like that. That's what bothered, I think, a lot of people is that there was even a possibility that they could show that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, we got a train coming by. Hold on. And it showed him as extremely, extremely kind of, I don't want to say, well, I'll say it made him look very weak. And oh, really? Easily. Human. Like, well, very human. Yeah, yeah. Extremely. In fact, they made him this, he's just human pretty yeah. much. And, yeah. uh, that goes into areas I don't want to talk about, so. Yeah. But it's a, it's an interesting movie. It's, it's a, it's based on a novel. I can't remember okay. the writer's name. But after that was, uh, it's Goodfellas. Written by God, and it's called the Bible, Michael. <laughs> Not this movie. <laughs> maybe John Houston's, uh, the story of the Bible or all that, maybe. Yeah. But, Sorry. I, I had to, like, I was just, I was just goofing around. I didn't, I, if anybody out there is offended by that, I'm sorry. I wasn't, mean, I didn't mean any harm by it. I was just kind of joking around just for a second. I why are you smiling know. so big? And, and <laughs> with, why is that middle finger up at the microphone, Dave? <laughs> Don't tell people that. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, I know. Goodfellas, Cape Fear, Casino. Ah, see, see I don't know Kundun. I don't know. I haven't ever seen that one. I haven't ever seen Cape Fear either. Oh, that really tells yeah. me that one's really That's good. That's major creepy De Niro yeah, with a young plays like uh, a stalker, right? Yeah this, yeah, this young girl. Um, oh God, Natural Born Killers. Um, Juliette Lewis. Yeah, she's in it. Okay. Um, Gangs of New York, Dude. Aviator, Departed. Look at this run. I see, I didn't know he did. Gangs of, of New York, York, Aviator, Departed, Shutter Island, Hugo, Wolf of Wall Street, The Irishman. Wow. And then he had another movie that I want to see called Silence. It came out in 2016. I think it's in Japan. Okay. See, I loved Wolf of Wall Street. That was really cool. Talk um, about an intense movie that yeah. one was. Aviator was good. Did you ever seen that one with the? Uh, oh yeah, the Caprio. Oh yeah. Uh, about, Howard Hughes. Yeah, Howard Hughes and his. It's his, his life was so insane. If it wasn't true, you'd if you didn't know it was true, you'd say this has got to be made up. This yeah. is the craziest idea for a movie ever. Oh yeah, but it was true. Why are we talking about Scorsese though? We got a couple know. of other things coming up this week that. What's coming up this week? Dang it! <laughs> um, well, uh, what's that? It's oh wait, no, Christmas is next week. Never mind. Yeah, Christmas is next week. Yeah, there's a there's a semi Christmas. Oh, that's right. We have Star Wars coming up this week, man. Yes. Star I didn't Wars even know if I wanted to bring because I know it's a touchy subject. It for is, you. man. Like I, I'm, I, I, no matter what I say, I'm still excited about it. There was there was a trailer that came out that kind of made me groan with the they fly now thing, and that one was kind of bothered me just because the whole fact of like they've had flying characters in Star Wars for 42 years now, even in the first movie, there's a stormtrooper, like there at the Death Star. <laughs> He's a space trooper. He's kind of floating off in the distance as the Millennium Falcon's going into the to the hangar. And so, yeah, it just kind of bugged me the whole, they fly now? <laughs> yeah, um, they've been flying for 42 years. Boba Fett flew. <laughs> well, yeah. Know? They had, they've had jetpack technology. Why wouldn't a stormtrooper have a jetpack? I don't know. Anyways. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm still looking forward to it. I'm super excited about yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I've managed to just avoid it. I guess I've made, I've shaped my life to such a vacuum. Yeah. That I've got nothing. 
yeah. spoil. I don't know anything about it. I mean, I see little headlines here and there, well, but see, I don't. They've got so many blasted TV spots and trailers and things like that. And they've done that with all the saga movies so far. And I don't have a problem with it. Like, I don't care. Put out as many trailers as what you want to. I'm not going to watch them all beforehand with, with the for, uh, the Force Awakens. I was watching every trailer I possibly could, trying to see as much as what I possibly could. And I, you know, with The Last Jedi, I stopped. I cut everything off. Like the one, Steven sent us a trailer the other day, and that was the last one I watched. Something about the, the, the Emperor was talking or whatever. Oh. And uh, I think he was talking to Kylo or Kylo. I think he was talking to Kylo Ren or whatever. I watched that one, but like, I kept pop-ups all the time on my phone because you know i'm subscribed to star wars on youtube yeah and so i get pop-ups you know notifications all the time on my phone for uh this trailer whatever trailer just dropped this trailer whatever and they've got like little different titles for neat for each and every one of them and so and i've been trying to stay away from from them for like the past like three weeks and the only ones i've really watched are the ones that steven yeah, has sent yeah. or whatever <clears throat> but a friend of mine sent me the they fly now and he was like tell me what you think about this and that one kind of like yeah we got under my skin yeah it sent me off so but, but like that, small but parts like i'll read the testimony back to you that I, i'm pretty <laughs> sure you had a rant oh uh, i probably did is that the but i'm not gonna do this to you <laughs> I've already made up. The See, year. I can't remember if I, sent, if I sent that in the group text or not. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> did I? I was pretty sure yeah. it was. A, like yeah. I can, I I lose my temper at times, and then I realize, like, I'll dial it back. That I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna let things destroy. Like, you know, people freak out about Vader's No and Return of the Jedi. And then Vader's No and Return of the Jedi doesn't bother me at all, even though I'm sure there's somebody out there somewhere that's like, "Oh my God, how can you not be bothered by that?" I'm just like, it doesn't bother me, man. Ewoks blinking, it doesn't bother me, like. I'm trying to go into it as spoiler free as possible, but like, you know, characters don't, you know, you can tell me that, you know, I was trying to think of an obscure character from Star Wars. Like, I know that Wedge is going to be in it. Yeah. I love Wedge. Wedge is one of my favorite characters, like ancillary characters, kind of, well, I won't say ancillary, but like a secondary character. He's got lines, but he didn't have a whole hell of a lot of lines. And knowing that he's going to be in there doesn't bother me at all. Like, some people would say that's a spoiler, but to me, it, it it might be a spoiler, but to me, it just makes me more excited to see one of my old school. Well, they're just trying to tie everything oh, together, yeah. you know. Yeah. I think it's cool. It doesn't bother me because it just doesn't. I don't, it doesn't tell me anything. I'm more, if you tell me what happens at the end of the movie or yeah. that, if you tell me that Ray turns to the dark side and and Ben returns to the good side yeah i might not go watch the movie because you just ruined the entire movie. yeah and i might punch you in the face for spoiling it for me or whatever yeah, yeah. or block you on twitter like the dude who sent us spoilers the day before the last mm. jedi yeah that happened yeah too, didn't you yeah yeah, yeah that happened and so he got blocked on the 2bt at 2bt dot the yeah at show at 2bt 2bt show yeah <laughs> god i can't do it dude well <sighs> I'm working so much, it's just stupid. I didn't, I went to work this morning. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. Cause my Sunday's double time for me. And so whenever they say, do you want to come in and work Sunday? I'm usually like, yeah, yeah, I'll come in and work Sunday for you. Yeah. Because then like I get like super awesome paychecks that fall on Friday and it lets me 
by possible Star Wars arcade machines. So we'll see. What? Uh, You're looking into a... Uh, well, no, no. It's not the vintage one. It's the Star Wars 1-Up arcade that they did. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like the three-quarter size arcade game. Yeah, but it's all three of them. It's the original one, and it's got oh, the cool. cool little flat yoke thing. Yeah. That's the whole reason why I want it. Like, I can play that game on the internet right now in an emulator, but I won't be playing it with the flat yoke. The flat no, yoke is no. what makes it cool. Yeah. Anyways, anyways, we got other cool stuff coming up. Got more Mandalorian. Love it. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And it's not because of Baby Yoda. Everybody's right. losing their stuff over Baby Yoda. Oh, yeah. I love the Baby Yoda character, but I was trying to talk to my my wife has been trying to get my oldest daughter to watch Mandalorian because she's loving it. She's like enjoying it. Yeah. And wow, so your, your wife is actually watching it and enjoying it, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. Whenever I mention, oh, this is... Well, real- I mean, I knew that she always kind of liked Star Wars anyways, but she wasn't like an avid No, she's not like, fan. Like, she might watch ooh, it. Star yeah, Wars! Yeah. No, Harry Potter, we got tickets front row center first day. Star Wars, oh, and she's actually going with us next week, which is exciting because she's never gone on opening oh, yeah. night with us. Um, So that's cool. She, you know, she gets it. She enjoys it. It's just not... She's not going to get a tattoo. Yeah. She'll have a Harry Potter tattoo or a Claude Monet tattoo. But she's not She's not going to run out and get a Princess Leia tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. Exactly. I married a heretic. <laughs> whatever. But um, she's digging it. And But my oldest daughter's like, I don't get it. I just don't. I'm just not interested in action. And I'm yeah. like, well, you, that's the problem is, is you, yeah, the action is cool. In the show, I, I like that, but that's not why I love the series. Yeah. Not the cool fight scenes or nothing. In fact, I'm in, I'm entranced by learning more and more about this character. Exactly. Because I said, I said, the first thing is when we watched all four of them in a row and you looked at your phone through the second episode and then got up and went to your room, you didn't give it a chance. Yeah. You didn't give it a chance because that third episode, if you'd have watched the third episode, you might have seen though what's happening. He's a Mandalorian. He follows a code that, or the way of the Mandalorian. Yeah. And you correct me if I mistake anything, but I'm learning as we go by watching this. Yeah. But he's also a member of the, of the bounty hunter guild mm-hmm. and they both have separate codes. Yeah. And at the end of the third, and during the third episode, which was the first act of the three acts, cause one through three, four through seven, uh, Four, five, six, and then seven, eight, nine. It will be the yeah. third act of the series in my head. Yeah, because we just went through the, uh, seven was the last one released, right? And six. Then, six, six, and then seven yeah. will be coming out. Yeah, and actually, that one actually releases on Wednesday. On Wednesday, okay, yeah. cool. So I think they're, I, and I honestly think that they're releasing that one on Wednesday, so that way it doesn't compete with time with the <laughs> the people uh, going to those movies, going to see Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but. There's this whole, he made a decision, and either way, he would have been an outcast. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. And he's got a big target on his back. He's got this little kid. He doesn't know anything about raising kids. And even though I hated the last episode, but I loved it. Oh, yeah. It's because. Sorry, I didn't mean for that. No, that's cool. It's it's because he, how do I say this? I want to know more about his past. Oh, yeah. Like the, the re, I told you I hated it, but I ended up loving it. It's because, uh, 
I hated every character in the episode because they were so bad. Oh, yeah. No, you can say, well, how can you watch a Scorsese movie and love that? Because those guys are all bad, too. I don't know. Just call me a hypocrite. Something and, about the characters make you like them. Yeah. And, and the Scorsese movies. <clears throat> because, you know, you have more than 30 minutes to build up those characters and stuff like that. So they have redeeming qualities. Even though they're bad guys, they usually have some sort of redeeming quality. Like, take Joe Pesci and Goodfellas and stuff yeah, like that. Like, yeah. he's he's... A monster. Yeah, he's a monster. That's the best way to put it. But yeah, but he's, he's sweet to his mom. Exactly. Look at it. The dog's head goes this way. Looks this way. So what? The dog's looking that way. The other dog's looking this way. So what about it? <laughs> Nothing, mom. I'm just saying. You just eat your food. <laughs> exactly. He's a monster, but yet he has redeeming qualities. Yeah. With this, you know, that episode, you, you know, you don't get a backstory to any of those characters. So it's, it's easily understandable to sit there and look at them and be like, yeah, there's a reason why you don't like those characters. But there's also hints to a much darker past for him. Oh, yeah. And the droid hate, is it going to be because droids were used to like kill his family that he has such deep hatred for droids? See, that's kind of what I'm curious about because, you know, you do get a flash there. I think it's the, is it the second episode or third episode where it does a flashback? Mm-hmm. While they're, where he, it does, it's done a lot flashbacks but it's usually while they're building his armor yeah Yeah. you know and those flashbacks have been like one of them was you know he gets his parents drop him off in like what looks like a bomb shelter like some like maybe even like root cellar or something like that and they close the door and you hear a big explosion and next thing you know the door opens up and there's a super battle droid standing there so you know we're obviously to me we're led to to believe that his 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 parents were killed by the separatists That's what it looks like and uh the droid federation whatever they call it <clears throat> and uh you know it, so i could see why he would have you know some apprehension about letting a droid be in charge of something or whatever i gotta say uh this episode i really dug i, I you know i was kind of like you like the whole time you know you're sitting there watching it like i had a bad feeling about it and but i really dug the design of the droid uh, I thought that was he, a really cool, yeah, yeah droid. He, to me, he looked like he was a cross between, uh, uh, Forlom or 4F, uh, 4LOM, whatever, however you want to pronounce his name, or, uh, or, uh, in the, uh, Death Star droid or whatever that the Imperials use that had kind of had like the bug eyes or whatever. Uh, but it is, I really dug the design of that droid and I liked the guy that they had playing him who was from, uh, the IT crowd. Uh, it's from a British comedy show. Uh, and I just, yeah, dug it, dug it, enjoyed the entire episode. And there was something that I'm kind of curious about there towards the end, because a lot of people, I, th- this episode has been taken, I don't know if you've seen it, but this episode has been taking a lot of flack on the internet because, uh, he kind of took off and left baby Yoda, Kevin in the spaceship by himself. Mm-hmm. And, uh, people were, you know, pissed off like how could you do that to kevin how could you do that to baby yoda i want to be like well you're talking about two separate we're living life here on planet earth whereas they're living life in the star wars galaxy there might be two separate things of of what they consider neglect and what they don't consider neglect and stuff but not only that plus kevin's 50 years old yeah i mean kevin should be able to and he's got the force you know like (laughs) he's trying to (laughs) He keeps trying to use it on different things. Like, <laughs> here's this robot, Zero, that's about to shoot him. I'm so stinking adorable whenever he does that. And, and 
the zero gets shot and he turns and I don't know if you notice, he turns and he <laughs> turns his hand over and looks at his hand like, did I just do that? Yeah, right. Like it was great. But, uh, actually there at the end, uh, oh, uh, the Mandalorian says something to him and it kind of makes me wonder if they don't have some sort of special force link, like they're able to communicate or whatever. Oh, really? Cause he actually looks at him and says, I told you we shouldn't have taken this job. And yeah. so it kind of makes you wonder, is he actually saying that to Kevin? Because Kevin has some force link with him saying like, like we should, we should take this job. We need money or whatever. Or do you think, or, or it, it makes me wonder like, was he just saying that because he's like, he had bad feelings about taking the job to begin with? That's a good question. <sighs> yeah. That's a good question. I don't know. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm just digging it though. I'm really, really digging it. These past couple of episodes have been freaking great dude i love the fact they went back to tattooing like i've heard this is another one that gets me where people are complaining about paying fan service and stuff like that like paying fan service like they went back to tattooing oh yeah. <laughs> just dude he is like he's got issues he always sneezes or something like that he was having had somebody sneezed oh, all over oh, me. That's why, because there's a cat coming from the bottom of the table onto my leg. Sorry. <clears throat> yeah, I was like, I felt something touch my knee, and I looked on the ground, and I couldn't find anything. But he, she was up in the the table. underside, the, the like supports of the table. <laughs> that's creepy. Yeah, yeah, super creepy. Where was that? What was I talking about? Oh, Tatooine. Yeah, and people fan service and yeah. people being angry. People being angry and people getting pissed off saying that it was nothing but fan service. I'm like, uh, to me, I, I, well, I mean, look, it might have been fan service. But the fact is, is like, it was well-deserved fan service. And it worked. But wasn't it cool when you first landed and they were there in Moss Eisley and the, you know, every every time we've been there, there have been stormtroopers walking around. Oh, yeah. And the trooper helmets were just on spikes. Yeah. With blood all over them. Dude, that was so freaking cool. The fact that they brought the pit droids back from episode one, like basically like the Larry, Curly, and Moe, like pit droids were there at the, uh, the Moss Eisley spaceport. And the fact that you were back at the same spaceport that you were at and, you know, episode four, New Hope. And then go, not only that, but going back to the same bar and it wasn't the same bar. It wasn't the same bartender. It wasn't Wooer because, you know, that dude probably died like 20 years ago or whatever that you gotta actually played words. I think it's dead, but yeah, like, <clears throat> you know, instead they throw an EV 99 droid in there or whatever. I don't guess it's EV 99, it's just, it, but it's an EV droid that you see at Jabba's palace. This freaking cool. Like it's just, <sighs> Things like that. In little, the, bo- the same booth that yeah. Han was sitting in. Yes. Yes. Just that's cool. Cool, man. Just cool. And I know people are upset about it, but I'm like, dude, we got some fan service paid towards us. Nobody complains about it whenever Marvel does. I might say something about it every once in a while just because it pisses me off that somebody else can moan and complain about it whenever Star Wars pays fan service, but nobody says anything about it with, with D with, with Marvel or DC. And it's like, <clears throat> it's so one-sided, <laughs> you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Like, I don't get it. Like, <clears throat> and I actually had a conversation with Adam about it yesterday and, uh, we were talking 
Who's never wrong. <laughs> never, ever wrong. He's always happy. Yeah, and he loves everything. <laughs> hey, he's got a nice adrenaline pin, man. <laughs> that he does. Yeah. He's just teasing me. He knows I'm going to. He can't leave that sitting alone. Uh, I was going to say, whenever he comes out to, to film your 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 stuff, you should like drug him and take his pen or something like that. No, no, I'm just joking. I have enough enough of my own. To... But do you really? <sighs> See, you're not helping, dude. <laughs> I got We're going to take a sidetrack here because I told you um, on Friday we had to go our, do our blood work thing for our youngest kid. And... Yeah. We have to drive a really long way, so we try to make the day of it. And we went to uh, one of the things we do is hit up the museum. Then we try to always hit up half price books down there. That's really cool. Yeah, my wife made fun of me because I found for a buck each. Oh, cool! That's the original Star Wars. Yes, dude. This is the original Empire, which is this is oh, a really good shape. No kidding, man. And. The novelization for the Return of the Jedi. Holy crap, dude! Buck each, and I'm like, why are they only selling these for a buck? I mean, this one's well, a little rough on the back, but dude, those are still like really good. I mean, the front cover on this and the spine, the spine, like it's nice. Right? It's great. I mean, yeah, like you said like it's a little bit rough on the back. It looks like it's got some like it's almost like it know, got maybe, too hot or yeah, something. Yeah, got too hot or whatever. But dude, those are like. <laughs> <laughs> leave my stuff alone, Luke. Those are in great condition. Well, the man. thing is, she's like, don't, and she gets home and says, wait, don't you already have those? I'm like, I got, maybe. Yeah. So I went, <laughs> I'm got, no, I'm going to let you have these. Oh, what? Because my wife can't make fun of me if I give them to you. Cause I know you didn't, <laughs> I don't think you have that for your collection. I, don't. I know I'm, you've got the Star Wars storybook. Yeah. You've got the Return of the Jedi storybook. Yeah. You've got the Marvel big giant oversized comics. Now yeah. that will go nicely with that. You just Thank need a you. nice shelf because I already got, Okay, of the Star Wars one, I already have three. Yeah, I've got two Empire ones, which one of them was originally one that I had when I was a kid. And Turn of the Jedi, I've got two. One of which was I had as a kid. I never apparently had the Star Wars New Hope one. Okay, which is, and then I also have a big one volume kind of a R two D two cover, fake leather, real leather cover volume with all of them together. And then I also have. Three different, more modern versions of them with a real shiny cover of Luke on each one. Yeah. Anyhow, that's I've got cool. enough. So thanks, dude. You can't that, make fun of me. That's really awesome. Thank you so much. But I found this, and I'm keeping this one. Sorry, oh, don't get your hopes up. <laughs> I've been wanting a copy of this. Oh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, dude. Alan Dean Foster and George Lucas wrote with the special introduction by George Lucas. That's really cool, man. Cover art by Ralph McQuarrie, even. Holy crap, I did not know that. And I've always wanted to read that one. Yeah. I wonder if McQuarrie did art on the any of these. Uh, I don't think so. I don't... Well, that one's... <clears throat> oh, uh... <clears throat> dadgummit, hold on. <clears throat> I know... I don't think so. That's so... Uh, I can't think of the blasted dude's name right now. Cover... Well, this is cover... This is Roger Castle. Okay. For the Empire. Yeah. Um, And I love how it says George Lucas wrote this one. Yeah, but he, it wasn't. He didn't. Yeah. It's a story. Yeah, know? well, it's ghost written by somebody else. It's John Berkey did the art for this okay. one. But it has the Macquarie elements for like Oh, God, and, yeah. Yeah, for most definitely. And it's it's a takeoff of the uh, the actual movie poster or whatnot. 
All right, dude, you're getting on my nerves. You're going to have to get down because I can't sit here and scratch you much longer. Oh, uh, but yeah, dude, thank you so much, dude. Those are freaking cool. I actually almost picked you something up yesterday. Here's your split. But I always have, I have my, I have my addictions and I don't yeah. need encourage because I just act badly on it. Actually, but at least it's a dollar each, dude, man. Yeah, dude, you can't beat that for a buck each, dude. That's like freaking awesome. And they're in great condition too, man. Like, I love it. Thank you so much, man. Happy early, merry early Christmas yeah, merry to early me. Christmas. Well, I was supposed to have brought something else. My wife had packaged uh-huh. up for you, but like a dumb idiot, I left it at home. You so forgot you... a present for me? Yep, she has it all. I'm like, what the hell, Michael? Here's the thing, man. What the hell? You forgot? She said, I need to wrap this up You got to go. She no. said, I got to <laughs> wrap this up. I'm like, why are you wrapping it? Yeah. I'm just going to put it. Let me just put it in my bag. No, I need to wrap it up in a nice <laughs> gift bag and put the tissue in. Yeah. And I'm like, know. why are you putting tissue? Yeah. Why would, it's for Dave. He, he'll see what it is. Yeah, he's going to see what it is when he takes it out of the <laughs> right. What am I pulling out of my bag? So and I'm blaming him. her. It's really because I was just brain dead when I got up and was trying to get everything together because I had to remember something else for something else. And yeah. I left it. I dropped the bag. Oh, I didn't no. bring the bag. You bum. That's all right. I got some time off coming up something here you pretty can look soon, so to. so I might just make a trip out. Yeah, because we need to do we need to go down to Holocron Toys. Yeah, um, I'd like to go down there. Yeah, and actually, you show me around because Holocron Toys. Anybody doesn't know it's just, it's all devoted to Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's, it's it's a soul, nothing but Star Wars toys. You had told me about it. We had gone down there, my wife and I, and had a day of just us doing our little adventures, and I was like, hey. Weird. We ate at this little Victory Street Cafe. Yeah, you told you about. So, you know, as a matter of fact, Victory Street's <laughs> just down the street here is this holocron. So she's like, do you mind if I'll sit in the car and you go in? And I went in and I was immediately overwhelmed. Oh, yeah. Because of the sheer quantity of everything and the diversity and oh, everything yeah. they've got. I'm like, I don't even know. I don't even know what I'm doing here. Yeah, they've, they, they've got quite a bit. It's like, it's a lot of like order 66 toys over in, in Allen, McKinney, wherever they're at now. Uh, it's just, you walk in and, and it's kind of overwhelming, especially if you don't really know anything about like Star Wars toys and what area you're looking at and all like this type of good stuff. If you're looking for one thing in particular or whatnot, blah, 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 blah. Now, those guys that work there, both stores are really, really knowledgeable. So if you just kind of went up and asked them and stuff like that, like they would easily be able to point you to what you were looking for. I want a farm boy Luke for 98 cents. <laughs> you know, keep checking the thrift stores and stuff like that, man. You might find it someday. But uh I was actually uh like, I love... It probably sounds really bad, but I love estate sales. Yeah. Anytime I see a sign that says estate sale, you can guarantee I'm going to stop by and check it out. Well, I was driving home from work yesterday, just yesterday morning. I was driving home from work and I turned down the road to come out here and I see a sign that says estate sale nine to three. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'm driving. This is the road coming out to to town here or whatever and i was like i'll look and see if i can't find another sign but if i don't see another sign i'm not too worried about it because it was just a very vague sign it was a piece of white poster board with black sharpie writing on it that yeah. said estate sale nine to three and it wasn't anything fancy or anything like that and as i was about to get into town i saw the the thing again it was 
arrow point and turn here. I was like, okay, cool. So I followed that. And I followed this, <laughs> followed this trail of estate sale signs for like five minutes. And I was like, I would get to the point to where it's like, are you being, are you being, yeah. <laughs> are you going to end up like the people in Mandy? Are you being seduced by somebody like that? We just watched the trailer for Nicolas Cage's movie Mandy and yeah. we're already scarred for life. Yeah, I'm going to exactly. see Dave driving out because there might be Star Wars. <laughs> I got to keep going. And then you end up at this creepy old house and it's already way past dark. And oh, it's like, I got to go in there. There might be yeah, Star Wars gotta, toys. I got to do it. And then here comes a great guy dressed up like a demon behind <laughs> you and says, I'll show you the Star Wars. Right, I'll show you the original 12. Yeah. Cause, and that's what drives it is like, I always tell myself, like, you never know, man. You might find some carded Star Wars action figures in there that's like stupid cheap. And this cat is licking my finger, just kind of creeping me out. Those rough tongues. Oh, dude, it's so gross. But, uh, I was, I was in there and I was looking around. And I <laughs> quit, dude. That is gross. Like, what are you, a, a, like a cat dog? <laughs> like, I'm used to cats licking and then licking you and then they bite you after they lick yeah, you. Yeah, not just keep licking. Like, like this dude is just actually just like licking my hand as I scratch his back and it's oh, gross. Stop it, Luke. Yeah, stop it, dude. Stop, man. We're buddies, okay? Buddies don't lick one another. No, they don't. No, not at all. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, like if, if that's your thing, that's fine. I'm not licking you, Michael. Sorry about that. Thank you. But, uh, so anyways, I was looking around this, this, uh, uh, this estate sale and I got really excited at one point in time because there was a, uh, Marvel comics dress up by Don Post. No, what had a, What is this? It was a box. It said Marvel comics dress up by Don Post. It was dated 1972 on it and everything like that. And I was like, Oh my goodness, this is awesome. And so I was looking at it, the box is in really good condition, had a small tear on it and stuff like that. And the only thing that sucked is that they actually had the, the thing, the, the, the price tag taped to it with like packing tape. Oh. And so I knew that like, okay, whenever you go to take this off, it's just gonna totally going to, going to rip it. I probably would have paid it because they, I walked in and they're like, everything's half off. I would have paid 10 bucks just for the box alone because the box art was just that cool. Yeah. Uh, but whenever you go to like pull the price tag off, it would have just destroyed it. And I would have wanted to take the price tag off, but I'd open it up and it had like some <clears throat> old doll clothes. It did have the costume, the Spider-Man costume, but I didn't know enough about it. I wasn't sure if it was supposed to have like a, one of the Don Post masks yeah. in there with it or whatnot. So I kind of passed on that. <clears throat> then I would go out to the garage part of it. And I always look out in the garage. I always go to the garage in the state cells. Yeah. Cause you never know what type of tools you're going to find out there. Anything like that. They had some really cool furniture, like some really cool dressers that was obviously like old antique style stuff that I wanted to get, but I don't have room for it. You know, you could tell it was that good old school, like, like building. Like it was like yeah. sturdy. Like yeah. it was sturdy. And I was like, that thing's like, had it marked for like 30 bucks and they're like, everything's half off. So it would have been 15. Yeah. And I thought about buying it just to get it, but I didn't. Well, anyways, like I said, I go out into the garage and I'm looking around, digging around through stuff. And there's this orange like cabinet They're Oh, they're fighting. I was wondering what the devil that noise was. Uh, well, they're not fighting. They're playing, but there was like this or not, sorry, not orange, like, uh, <clears throat> a green cabinet, like, like the color of the Arizona 
label yeah. here, yeah. that greenish color, <clears throat> a little bit, maybe two shades darker than that. Like it was kind of an ugly color of green. Uh huh. And I was like looking at it because I thought it was a safe at first. And I was like, what's in that? And I walk up to it. It wasn't a safe. It was just a wood cabinet. Yeah. And so I opened it up. And when I opened it up, it's full of books. And so I immediately start looking at like labels on it because I always, whenever I see books, I think of two people. I think of you and I think of my dad. Yeah. And they had so many Louis L'Amour books. Really? Like yeah. a ton of Louis L'Amour books. Now my dad's probably got every Louis L'Amour book ever written. My dad loves Louis L'Amour. So. I saw those. I was like, <clears throat> started looking through them, checking them out. The one that really drew my attention, and I almost picked it up, but I didn't find part two, was they had Lord of the Rings. Oh, really? And it was a very, it was, I checked the publishing date on it. I think it said 1963. Red, blue, green cover? No. Or old. Oh, that's older than the one I'm thinking of. It was, it was, it actually looked, I think it was a, picture of of tolkien himself really on the cover because i want to say there's like an older man on the cover with like a one of those like fishing style hats like those irish flat hats or whatever and huh. like some woods in the background or, or maybe that was the back of it it might be probably on the back it might have been on the back <clears throat> but i want to say the publishing date said 1963 on it and i saw that and i was like i picked it up i was like i'm gonna get this for michael and I looked all over the place for part two, and there wasn't a part two. And in my weird collector's you have to have brain, everything. Yeah, in my weird collector's brain, I didn't pick it up because I couldn't find part two. And if I would have picked up part one for you and not given you part two, I would have scoured the earth. <laughs> You'd have been... I would have like started Sorry, a campaign. I can't, come, I can't come to work today. I had to find part two. I would have raised the earth until I found part two to give to you. And I just, I just, I sit there and looked at it. It's like, this would be really cool, but I don't even know if these are for sale. Like, I know that the cabinet was for sale, but I don't know what the books were selling for. So I was just like, oh, you know what? Never mind. I'm going to, I'm going to hold off on it. So yeah, it was, it was, but it was really neat. It was great condition. There was that one. And there was a, uh, I, I just really dig old books. There was an, another book that I can't think of what the name of it was, but the publishing date on it was 1918. Really? Oh yeah. It was, it was in really, really bad shape. I just love old books like that, especially like turn of the century, super early stuff, because you could tell that somebody, somebody had had the book beforehand, yeah, obviously. Yeah. And they had written, in the, you know, how the books will have the back cover and it'll be blank or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they'd written some passages from the book. Yeah. That was like their favorites. That's but neat. you could tell that it was like somebody that couldn't write very well because oh, really? of the handwriting was that really, really kind of like it didn't, didn't look childlike or anything like that. It looked like it was an adult, but the handwriting was really shaky That's and cool. kind of squiggly and stuff. Yeah, like, I don't know. Like, it's something always, about that. There's like, something really neat about when you find an old a book like that and somebody loved this book. Oh, yeah. They cherry, I mean, because books. Oh, know, yeah. That was the only form of entertainment, really, yeah. at that point in time. That was before radio, even, you know? Yeah. I guess there was radio at that point in time. You had the Marconi and well, stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. it wasn't a while. It, there wasn't a radio in everybody's house at that point in time. Yeah. So that was like the, the books and newspapers was their way of entertainment and spreading news, you know, besides 
whoever had a radio that might be around that they could go gather around and listen to certain programs and things like that. I don't that know if was, I've ever pointed out at my house, my wife and I have a, a set of shelves apart from everything else. It's over that when you're walking towards the, where the living room is. Yeah. To the right and above a, a door to a little room. And those are all just old books we've found. Like some are from like the 1800s and. Oh, cool. It's just neat. And then looking at them, it's just like, you never know. It's just find those little inscriptions or little notes that people wrote. And sometimes you'll find slips of paper or other things. See, stuff like that's really cool. Like you showed me all those like bills of sale and like deeds and titles and stuff yeah. like that. I dig that stuff, especially when we start looking at the, the, the dates on them and stuff. Man, it's crap like that. It's just really interesting, especially because I immediately start thinking about the history of this person. Yeah. You know, who was this guy that just bought this plot of land for $23 or whatever, you know? And, yeah. That's uh, probably worth a million now. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what got me. You know, I was watching, I was watching Miracle on 34th Street whenever you came in mm-hmm. and they were sitting there. I, I don't know when that movie was made. I think it was made in the thirties or whatever. If I, if I remember right, for some reason, I'm thinking 1934, but I think that's just because Miracle on 34th Street. So that's where the 30, that's where I'm pulling the 30s. It could be from. the forties. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, anyways, they're sitting there and he's talking to this little kid and he's asking him what he wants for Christmas. And he's like, I want this fire, fire truck with, a hose that actually sprays water and I promise I won't use it inside the house. I'll only play it with it in the bathroom or something like that. And, uh, you know, his mom's off can like off to the side, like shaking her head. No, 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 no. We can't get that for him because Macy's doesn't have it. And then he tells her, well, so-and-so I can't remember the name of the company. Gimbals. Yeah. Gimbals has it and it's $8 and 50 cents or whatever. Not too bad of a value for a toy. And I was like, dude, that was a lot of money back then. Back then. Yeah. Where we think the hourly wage was what twenty five cents an hour or something like a lot that. Of people if not, were the area we live in back yeah. then, dollar a day. Yeah, if that much. Twelve hours of hard labor. Oh God, yeah. It's insane, man. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, you think, yeah, and they, he was like, you know, a goodbye for a toy like that for eight dollars and something. I was like, good lord, dude, that is just my hand hanging down. I can't. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But we, that's a long digression from your conversation with Adam that I distracted oh, yeah. you from. Oh, that's all right, man. It wasn't that big anyways. Well, that was just like, I, I, I went on a rant to him about the, the fan service and stuff like that where people were complaining about fan service. And I went, ow, dude. I'm getting a cat in my lap, whether I like it or not, I guess. So you're anyways, getting, that's your cat daddy now. I am, dude. I need to get a dog. Keep these guys in check a little bit. I did, I, I did actually upgrade them. They actually have their own little food dish each now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Cause beforehand it was just a community food bowl. And I think that's why she's so much bigger than what he is because she bullies him whenever it comes to food. Yeah. And so I was like, eh, if he's going to start growing some, I need to get them their own little food dishes. She's about to make the leap up here. Leap of faith. Yeah. All right. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. This is Tuesday. it. I, mean, I know you've been upset about the end of the Skywalker saga. I think that's just a marketing thing. They honestly, because I, I don't think there's ever going to be an end to it. No, and like I'm not worried about Star Wars ending. Like obviously, like there's enough in the world of Star Wars where they can keep telling stories, and it doesn't. Oops, just 
being a noob and hitting my microphone and knocking it out of the way. There's enough. There's enough meat in the Star Wars universe that they'll always be able to tell a story. And I don't have to have a Skywalker in there for it to draw me in. Obviously not with the Mandalorian because the Mandalorian is like phenomenal. Like I can't wait to get home to watch it on Fridays and stuff. I'm stoked that we get an episode on Wednesday this yeah. week. Uh, it's going to be weird. And it's kind of cool because usually about Wednesday is when I start going like, okay, That's I'm ready time. for Friday. And, yeah. it's not, and it's not because I'm ready for Friday because I get to be off on work on Saturday because no, here lately I've been working Saturdays, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, right now I'm working on worked. I had the weekend of Thanksgiving off and I went back to work on that Monday and I haven't had a day off since. Wow. So, yeah. So that, I don't even know how many days. I'm not even trying to do the math. I don't even know what day it is today. It's today the 16th. I don't know. Yeah. Today's Friday was the 13th. Yeah. Okay. Friday was the 13th. 15th. Today's 15th. Yeah. So yeah, you know, it's good times. I'm not worried about it. My paychecks have been fat, so I'm not. <laughs> it just means I've got money for fuzzies on Thursday. So, yeah, dude, that's another reason why I'm excited about Rise of Skywalker. I've been, I've been voluntarily like holding myself away from going to fuzzies for anything so whatsoever. Enjoy that. Just, just because it's it's not. I mean, it's kind of our little ritual. Yeah, exactly. I warn my wife says, I, when I ask her because you you bought the you're always good about you arranged buying the tickets for it. Yeah. So I'm like, I need one. Steve's like, I need blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I'm like, didn't, we weren't sure if your dad was going to get to go or if anybody else was going to go. And I was like, Hey, do you want to go? I've never asked you. Do you want to go? And she's like, well, yeah, I'll go if it doesn't, if it doesn't bother them. I'm like, the more the the merrier, it's going to, we're yeah. going to a movie. I mean, anybody, no one can keep you from coming <laughs> right? to see the movie. If you well, want to come, well, when the movie starts anyways, it's not like anybody's going to be paying attention to anybody. I'm like, we're all going to be focused on the blasted screen. And I told her, so now I'm just preparing you. Yeah. We're probably gonna go eat right before. Yeah. It's gonna be at Fuzzy's Tacos. So just that's what we do. And yeah. then we go see the movie and then uh we'll either see Dave crying or being really <laughs> angry and about two hours later. Yeah. And that's the routine and then we'll come home because I'm sure Dave has to go to work the next day. Yeah. Yeah, and that's basically it, man. Yeah, that's 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 how the night's gonna play out. It's either gonna end with me and Joy or, or me and Rage, one of the two, probably. Star Wars. I don't think I'll be enraged, though. Star Wars is about hope. Yes. And you have to have hope. The Skywalker saga that is, is about hope. Going to, yeah. Well, that's our Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, It's God. turning into, I mean, I'm loving what it's becoming, Mandalorian, but there's still hope in the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. He's hoping he can stay away from the bounty hunters oh, yeah. that's still hunting him down or whatever. Yeah. That's still one of the things that I love the most about that episode with going with them going to Tatooine and it opens up with the with an actual dogfight or whatever. Yeah, you know, I thought that was super freaking cool, man. Just, Do you, oh, and I love the way those last one ended when this, the X Wing showed up. Oh and it's like, oh, yeah. oh my God. Dude. And that guy's like, Hey, what's this thing? And then he <laughs> <ended up> to, <laughs> It's beeping and it's like, and they're like, yeah, okay, we're going to go in. Oh, they're about to launch a, they're about to launch or something. Let's just take care of this. Yeah. Just, just for doing a mission. No big deal. New Republic. Yeah. Dude. Okay. I, I forgot all about that. I want to touch on that real quick. There's a couple of things. There was one I was, I was disappointed with the last show that we had with the last episode that we had where we had Adam out here and we had seen, uh, up to episode three, I think at that point in time. 
and we'd seen him get his new armor, and mm-hmm. he goes back, he saves Kevin from mm-hmm. the evil empire, and uh, set that dude down. He goes and saves Kevin from the evil empire, but before he goes and saves Kevin from the evil empire, he gets all new armor because the Mudhorn tore it up. Yeah. Now, you know me about symbolism and uh, visuals and stuff like that. Imagery. That's the word I was Colors and lighting. Yeah. Imagery and stuff like that. I really dug the imagery of him. Dude. You do that because you know I'll grab you and pull you up here. The, the, well, he, he reaches up and he digs his claws into my leg and gets his, his claws stuck. So that way he can sit here and lick my thumb now. <laughs> so weird, dude. Stop. Anyways, the, the, the imagery of him getting his new armor and his brand new, bright, shiny, brand new armor. And that's one thing I forgot to, to touch on whenever we had Adam on and we're talking about that, about how the imagery made him look like Not the knight in shining armor oh, to the yeah. rescue. Like, I mean, you can't tell me that wasn't almost planned to be like that, that he was the knight in shining armor going to rescue, not necessarily his princess, but his, his child, his baby, whatever you want to call it, his, his new companion. Yeah. Uh, because I think it's more of a partnership than really anything else is what it kind of seems like or what that's going to wind up turning out to be or what. You ever heard of Lone Wolf and Cub, that Japanese? Yes. Don't you get that vibe? Oh, also, yeah. I mean, the Western and the, you know, that whole thing. Oh, God. We already yeah. talked about how the spaghetti, a lot of spaghetti Western and the Eastwood movies were inspired by the Japanese samurai movies. And it just has that feel. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So much, dude. That. And then with the, uh, the last episode, all the, the, the cameos that are in it. Okay. Now I know I've talked to you. I, I was saying something about it the other day in our group chat. Quit, dude. Stop it. Now he's nibbling on my finger. Uh, <laughs> uh, hold on. There, you can come on this side. You can go on that side. So, anyways, the uh, the cameos that is in this movie or in this show alone. So, Matt Lanter, who does the voice of Anakin Skywalker on the clone wars okay is the rebel in the control room oh, okay. or the the republic guy in, in the control room like i want to call him rebel because he has that rebel tr- fleet trooper helmet that yeah. you see in star wars or a new hope i always call it star wars because to me that's star wars and then the others is empire strikes back and return of the jedi but anyways i digress so you have that that's the first cameo okay second cameo is you have dave filoni he is the first the the one that kind of has the goatee, uh, the X wing pilot. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I've only seen him once, though. So yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. He's usually got a cowboy hat yeah, on, so yeah. he's kind of hard to tell. But yeah, that's Dave Filoni. The Asian lady X wing pilot is Deborah Chow, who directed another episode of. The, and then the uh, the the other X wing pilot is I can't think of the dude's name. But he's also an uh, a director of The Mandalorian also. Rick? Uh, Fukuyisha? Yes, yes. Yes, kind of has that strange last name. So they're all three directors. That's cool. That like I love it, dude, because to me, like I see stuff like that, and I, I'm all like, these guys are just having fun 
making Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like they're putting themselves in it. Like it's the fanboy dream, basically. Like yeah. not only are you getting to play in a universe that you love, but you're also like getting to put yourself in the universe that you love. Like you're getting, you know, the actress that played uh, the knife lady. I can't remember her name from the uh the knife lady. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, are you talking of the uh, uh episode word Tatooine episode? No, this last one. Uh the one with the. Oh, the Leku. Rescu- yeah, that she was a Twi'lek. Yeah, they were yeah. Res- rescuing yeah, her, her brother. brother yeah. Who, you know who she is? Uh-uh. She's probably the first person to have... She's in Star Wars now. She was in Harry Potter. Oh, and now, yeah. And she was in Game of Thrones. Okay. She was the lady that... She was the wildling or from the north that was oh, with brand the right. whole time yeah, and in dude, harry potter she was a witch that was uh, fighting you know with all the good guys okay and now she's and i, I totally, didn't recognize her until my, but my daughter or wife looked it up yeah i totally didn't put that together but now that you say that i can totally see it because i've seen images of her and stuff like that without the leku without the twi'lek leku and stuff like that but yeah dude that's and then bill cool. burr Bill Burr, I love Bill Burr. He is a little unsettling seeing him in this. Yeah. After I just got through watching the whole Breaking Bad series, and he was in that so much, and yeah, it's like, and that's Bill Burr. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> and I, I love his stand up, dude. He's mm. probably like my favorite stand up comedian. Yeah, uh, that's that's yeah, it's great, great. And then uh, the the guy that was the Deveronian, the guy that kind of looks like a is devil, Clancy Clancy Brown, I think is his name yeah. or whatever. Like yeah. he's done a lot of stuff, or he was. He was the uh, Shawshank Redemption. He was yep. the the like lead jailer in Shawshank Redemption or whatever. And if I'm not mistaken, I've been we've been watching The Crown also, and he is really weird seeing him in this. And yeah. then last week he was Lyndon Baines Johnson. Oh, really? When I watched some of the, an episode of The Crown, I'm like, wow, these people are just everywhere. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, why are you licking my hands so much? That's gross, and I'm gonna have to go in and wash my hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh. This is odd. I've never had cats. They just love you. Dude, it's weird. I mean, I don't hate it. Don't worry. In a little bit, once they get bigger and bigger and bigger, they're just going to... They're just going to be jerks. They're just going to be sleeping all the time. Yeah, true. I think that's kind of what they do all the time now, or at least that's what it seems like. But... uh, I was trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, I was going to ask you a question, because I'm going back through... Uh, Red Rising again. Okay. And I think, even though it's not as long, is the Institute basically just kind of like a hardcore hog- Hogwarts? Extremely. Yeah. Uh, it's it's not as long, but it's... I mean, it's, everybody it's, has they their break houses. Up into houses. Yeah, and it's just... They're it's broke. all out. It's yeah. Hunger Games... Hogwarts, yeah, style. Hunger Games, heart Hogwarts with no magic, but lots of talking about it. Yeah, yeah. That, that, see, you you keep bringing it up, and you're gonna make me break down and go back yeah. and read those because this that's a whole other universe. That's just it's insane. Oh yeah, we'll see. And that's what I'm doing. I'm I'm going through Harry Potter, and since I'm waiting on, you know, I I I don't know if I'm I'm thinking about just going out and buying the third book. Right now, but I'm kind of holding off to like get my next credit because I don't have, you know. But you're digging it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm digging it. I thought it was funny that I, 
she sent him a message. She was like, that Voldemort ruined Hagrid's chances of going to school. Yeah, dude. Like, that really, <laughs> that really bothers me. Like, how come, how come after they found out that that was all Voldemort, why didn't they take Hagrid back and let him finish his magical education, dude? Like, that doesn't make, it really kind of bugs me, dude. Like, he, Hagrid got screwed in life. Yeah. I mean, I think that he's got his dream job right now, being the gamekeeper there yeah. at Hogwarts. But yeah, I totally forgot I was going to bring this up. That was the whole thing. Like I was, I was, that was kind of like y'all were like my outlet because uh, like I usually talk to you guys like once a week about this stuff. Yeah. And so it's was like, dude, Hagrid got like screwed in life because they wouldn't let him continue his education after they found out that it was Voldemort that was the dude who like did all this stuff anyways. Smarmy Tom Riddle. Yeah. Lee's bag. <sighs> yeah. I'm digging the books. Still not digging the movies though. Yeah, I can understand. Like the that. first two movies, I, I really, I really enjoyed the first book, dude. Are you all right? I really enjoyed the first book. Really enjoyed the first book. Second book had its moments where it was kind of slow a little bit, but it really kind of picked up and stuff like that or whatever. The movies, I'm just, I don't know. The the, the second movie. After watching it, after reading the book, because that's what I've been doing. I've been watching, I've been reading the book, and then as soon as I've finished reading the book, then I would watch the movie. Yeah. And after reading the book for the second, reading reading the second book, the second movie is very like choppy. It feels like. Yeah. That's that's after reading the book though. I feel like if you just watch it without having any of the previous knowledge, and like I've seen the chamber secrets movie before and i can't remember because it's been so long i saw it the one time and that was it uh but i and i can't remember what i felt about it i just remember i wasn't crazy about it the first time around that i saw it yeah um but yeah so now i'm just kind of curious like if i was to go back and watch it again even though knowing about the book would it still feel as choppy or whatnot but i don't know like the movie just seemed really 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 choppy like all of a sudden you know, it doesn't say why Hermione was going to the library and where she got, you know, she saw the, you know, spoiler alert, the basilisk in the mirror or whatnot. Oh, yeah. You know, but in the book, it actually says, like, why she was going to the to the library and all, like, this type of good stuff. Blah, 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 blah. Quit, dude. Leave my glass alone. Anyways. It's frustrations of cat companionship. Yeah. Here, you guys go down. I'm glad you're digging it though. Oh, the, yeah. the quality of the movies get better and better with each movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's kind of what I what I figured as well too. Just because you know, as the movies go along, not only do the actors get older, they you know hone their craft a little bit more, but also CGI also improves just oh, because. Lot. Like, I mean, that first movie I think was done in what 2000. Ow, dude, crap. Again, <laughs> uh, set him down, and he comes right back. So. Yeah, you're just going to sit right there. You're going to turn knobs. You're going to be producer Luke for a little bit. Anyways. Uh, uh, I don't know. Do you have anything else? I think that's it. I'm looking forward to Thursday. Yeah. Let me know when we're supposed to get show up. Well, the movie movie starts at 8. So whatever time y'all want to show up, we can go at. I need to get get a hold of Steven and see if he's going to be able to make it or not. Cause I know he's working night shift now. Oh yeah. So I'm assuming he would just take off for it, but who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Hopefully he'll be there. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, 
I don't know. So six thirty or so. Yeah, sounds leave, good. Leave here and go grab some fud. Go go to fuzzies. Get some Mexican food. Yeah, kind of Mexican food. Yeah, it's Tex Mex, dude. Yeah, it's Tex Mex for sure. And it's not fast food, but kind of fast food. Yeah, you know. So. I, well, I've ordered before there, and it's not necessarily fast. Yeah, it's yeah. I remember going there with my old. We're recording <laughs> going with my <laughs> wife and. And, and her sister once and we ordered it just took forever yeah but that's not bad yeah, it, it, can t- it can take a while but it's not like your normal like sit down no like place that's gonna take 15 minutes no matter what sometimes you can order and it'll be like five minutes so, less yeah. to get your order yeah but anyways we're gonna wrap it up uh if you want to get a hold of us between shows you can follow us on twitter that's 2bt show that's at 2bt show uh or you can email us that's 2btshow at gmail.com. That's number 2btshow at gmail.com. While yeah. you're at it, go by www.dernylegion.com slash audible. Yes. Sign up for Audible. Get your one month free and your one free book. You don't have to keep the subscription, but you get to keep the book. And you're going to love it so much that you're going to keep the subscription. Yep. Because they have all sorts of crap. You'll hear us talk about fantasy and sci-fi and all like this type of crap, but you can also get Bob Iger's book. You can get tons of, uh, they have free books every month. I just listened to one that they, they gave out. I think it's not this month, but last month that was called, uh, Body of Proof. And it was kind of like the, uh, the Making a Murderer show where they did that thing with Stephen Avery. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, but this was a, uh, murder in Scotland that didn't have a body. And all like this. It was pretty, it was pretty interesting. It was, it was, it was a long, it was, it was actually set up in chapters where it was an audible podcast. Really? Like an audible.com podcast. And then they compiled after it was all done, they compiled it all into like, I think it's like 12 or 14 chapters or something like that. But huh. it was pretty neat. It that was, it was cool. one of the free ones. And it was, it was really, really enjoyable. I enjoyed the crap out of it. Um, but you know, you can get whatever you want on there. I know I've gotten some Stephen Ambrose books, some history books. You know, I know you've gotten your fair share of history books and everything yeah, like that. Yeah. Go buy Audible. You're going to love it. Uh, go buy a Radish. Write a review. Just remember, ugh, remember, please be kind. We like five stars. Uh, I think that's all. Is that the rundown? Is that everything? Did I get everything? I think that's it. Yeah. Probably We're something gonna, else we should say, but. Probably so. I'm sure I'm forgetting something, but. Oh, you almost got the keyboard. All right. So with that being said, I'm David. I'm Michael. 2BT. Signing out. Adios. Falcadillas. Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't terrible. That was pathetic. Boom. Nerdy Legion. Nerdylegion.com.